Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of TDM Podcast. I am Anita. And I am Jackie. Um, we hope that you enjoyed our last episode where we were talking about our favorite apps and the influence they have over our lives. Jackie, what are we talking about today? Uh, for today, we'll be discussing about what makes a good campaign. You know, there are so many things that make uh, up a good campaign. Uh, we can't even exhaust them, but we'll mention just a few that we feel are most important for now. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think makes a good campaign? Uh, if I start, let me start by saying uh, this year, as power. As per our prediction last year, we predicted that most campaigns will will be run by influencers, which of course has know. happened. Yeah, and so most campaigns this year they were run by influencers, and who did a very good job. Yeah, and it was quite interesting. And also in that, more and more businesses or more and more companies are taking that direction of influencers just to bring. I feel like that direction brings more traction, brings more followers or more clients through the influencers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the influencers, you not yeah. just influencers, we see them even in the ads. Is the uh, uh, is their ability to be relevant to the audience? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have something to say about that. I feel like um, in terms of relevance. I, for influencers, for whatever ads they're doing, I feel like I can. What I need is to connect to the. How how do I connect to the influencer? Like how do I feel the the impact they have on? Yeah, is the ad what you are looking for at the moment? It's does the ad address you? Are you in a position to remember it? Like how many ads have do you remember that have been done by influencers at the moment? Maybe you can mention one or two. Hmm. Mostly, I think uh, most influencers who are dealing with skincare products uh, are at the top of my mind. See, for someone who's dealing with skin issues or something, yeah. obviously I will follow those people to know the, the recommendations, what they're doing. So whatever campaign they're running, of course, I will be so keen to know, okay, this is good for me, this is not good for me. Yeah, and also, I feel like they, they are able to about sales to the yeah, products, exactly how they they go about it. They, it's like they talk to you directly. Yeah. So forcing you to take not forcing you, but influencing you to take an action. Yeah. Yeah. So now, um, do you want to tell us what what do you think makes a good campaign? Uh, another thing I think is behavioral, like tapping into people's behaviors. Like, what do you do? What do you like? If you're a fan kind of a person, uh, you'll definitely be addressed by those uh, doing beers, liquor kind of stuff. Parties. Uh, exactly. Events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you find that those ads will talk to you directly. If you're a mom, you find that the diapers thing, they will talk to you. So uh, your behaviors, uh, they are able to tap into who you are. They are able to tap into the picture. Today, it's quite interesting that if you carry out, um, what do you call it? If you carry out a research mm-hmm. and you tell people to kind of feel a form of who they are, yeah. it will be totally different from who they really are. Yeah. They'll tend to project what they want to be or who they want to be, which 
might not uh, might influence or affect your campaign. So sometimes it's better to sit down, observe people's behaviors rather than ask them who are, who really is a leader. Uh, I don't know what you think. Yeah, that makes sense. For a campaign to work, then you have to know the audience behavior so that you can tailor that campaign to so that not to, to be who they picture to be, but um, the current moment or the situation they are in. So I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. So if, if, if I'm supposed to create an ad, I'll totally use that direction. <laughs> also, it's quite interesting because this is something I've seen work, especially with some Kenyan brands, the consumer connections. Yeah. I don't know if you have something to say about that. Uh, at this point, again, I think I will go back to the influencer part. Does it make sense? Yeah, when you use the influencer part, what I feel is like when the, the nano-influencers are used, I tend to connect to them more because I know it's something they, are, they take the brand personally. Yeah. Instead of just selling because they are a celeb or they are just known everywhere. Yeah. So I feel like I, I will be connected to someone who really is not all about the money or mm -hmm. something. Someone who is honest about the reviews. I, al I also feel like those nano-influencers are the ones who give honest reviews. You know, maybe some, some people can tend to be so arrogant because they are known, they have this influence. They'll just give a review because that is the brief. And then when you come to the actual product, it's not what they portray to be. Yeah, to add on to that, I feel like nano-influencers, you are able to engage because you can relate to them. Yeah. You can relate to their content because they are all about this is me. It's not this is my brand. So for that, you are able to like until they get to some, you know. Yeah. And then they'll be like, no, I'm no longer that kind of a influencer. I'm a big, big dog. Yeah, I'm a big dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, also, do you feel like originality plays a part in, in campaigns? A very big part. Because now uh, people tend to connect more with originality. If, if you're real, if you're real, if you're authentic, then I would, I would be more interested in whatever you're selling, whatever you're, you're pushing. Because I feel like you're not copying anyone. Mm -hmm. It's you're, you're bringing your whole authentic self um, to the audience or to the people, and it makes it easy for me to now relate or pay, pay more attention to whatever you're talking about. Yeah, I also feel like this is a, there is a huge gap in the originality field because we find that most people are copying whatever the next person is doing. Yeah, uh, and with that, there is something like. We are losing the audience uh, so to, to such an extent when, that when you get to see something from you feel like this out of this world mm -hmm. and it's just a simple basic idea yeah. that has blown your mind but people tend to want, they are looking for, I need an out of this world idea whereas a very simple idea can communicate your message, can be original, authentic and can still give you that out-of-the-world feeling. I also feel like, um, in terms of the creative world, um, it's becoming more more interesting 
because now a lot of people are looking for ways that have not been done by other people. Mm-hmm. So like um, there are some people I follow um, and they're doing such a good job for their brands and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this change mm-hmm. that not everyone is doing here. Mm-hmm. I'm liking this, this, new, this new direction. Even when you see people selling land, it's not like the way people are announcing on radio or anything. <laughs> now even selling land is part of content. And exactly. you're like, wow, who knew mm-hmm. now selling land can be content? Uh-huh. Can be this great. Yeah, and people are using now drones. People are just being mm-hmm. very innovative. Yeah, creativity is actually on its height as we speak. But we can't say it's, it's big because we don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe yeah, it will grow. I feel like the the future is bright uh-huh. for creatives, and the way now um, everything is shifting towards the technology, the side of technology, everything. Every single day, there are changes being made, so people are also shifting their minds. Exactly. Like, okay, uh-huh. um, I don't want to do this kawaida thing that you are doing. So, like, when I feel like, and then the mo- the the creative space now is being embraced by almost. Everyone, something like 10 years ago, you wouldn't know being a creative is an actual job. Imagine, you could you know, even it's pain. That. Yeah, imagine you're going to an event uh-huh. that's a campaign in form of an event and you get paid to actually attend that. Mm-hmm. Who knew? On top of that, who knew that we could have like the ads? Billboards and all that. I know if someone <laughs> was to do a campaign like that, <laughs> as real, uh-huh. something to feel as real as it can be. Uh-huh. I think that will really make a difference. I'm still waiting to see Kenya go to the heights. For I've seen those things in Asia, yeah. 3D stuff. So, and also the holograms, the hologram ads. <laughs> I also have another point on what makes a good campaign. I think if a campaign is able to influence me is able to make me uh, buy or purchase the product a certain company is selling, I feel like it has to have influence over me or it has to have persuaded me enough to actually be interested in knowing more. What more about that? Yeah. Actually, on the influence bit, I, I feel like, okay, it comes from, no wonder we have influencers because mm-hmm. they are able to influence especially the anonymous influencers. Yeah. Actually, they are good for driving sales and like awareness because I feel like they are talking to you directly. Like, this is the person. It's, it feels like I know you. It feels like we are going through the same. We can we have a connection in some way. Yeah. So you are able to have been influenced by you. If you're using that and it works, then it can work for me. So yeah. I, I feel that's a good point. Yeah. So like on that part of influence, do you feel like the major influencers, uh, do you feel like they are more on the awareness side to create awareness than the, the bigger influencers are the ones perfect for that and then the nano ones are the ones who can drive sales? Yeah, depending on the campaign and the campaign stage, yeah. I feel like the mega influencers are good for awareness. Of course, they drive sales in a in a way and they still have those audience who look at who look up to them to like I just want to be like you. Yeah. So they are able to influence it some way, but they are able to pass the message more than influence. Manual influencers, it feels like they are going through the same thing that their audience are going through. Because for me to connect with you, 
uh, like you gave an example for skincare. Yeah. I know of this influencer who has been talking about um, having the their skin. What, what do we call that? Acne. Acne. Yeah. She has been talking about, and so many people in the comments section they identify with her yeah. and they are able to try out the products she tries. Mm-hmm. She started out in such a way like she was looking for a cure for herself. Yeah. But right now I see even the comments, the reviews on her on her comment section and I'm like, wow, you should be an influencer for that. And mm-hmm. she's not big. Yeah. But I feel she has given more sales organically mm-hmm. uh, to that company than any paid influencer. I've seen mega influencers doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So on that I'm with you. Yeah, and then also, I think for a campaign, it should be memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, like some some few years back, you remember the way advertisements were being done or campaigns were being done? They had a theme song. And wherever you are, like you could master <laughs> all the lyrics. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like for a campaign to work, so like even when I'm going to the supermarket mm-hmm. and I see that particular product, uh-huh. I'll start singing. Yeah. Like, have you ever found yourself in a supermarket uh-huh. and you see a product? Actually, that's one thing that people, both in the uh, from all walks of life, yeah. they relate to. Because you find that you you go from Nairobi to the most remote areas, and you're like, this is the same song. This is Even the same for the song. for the kids playing, like they are able to relate because we belong in the same class. We've yeah. seen this. So, being in a position to remember. That this ad ran, yeah. it's a win for the Exactly. Yeah. And even for children, I feel like children related products, when they have a theme song mm-hmm. for a, spe- a particular campaign, mm-hmm. for children, if you want to target sales mm-hmm. around children, mm-hmm. just produce something <laughs> that has a song. Yeah, and they do influence their parents by the way. Very if much. you influence the kids, yeah. you win the parents over. And then if you go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Have you ever seen those tantrums that people pull? <laughs> and the kid doesn't want any other thing. Mm-hmm. There are so many similar things. Uh-huh. The kid doesn't want any other thing apart from that one Kwa TV. And then they will go home yeah. and show off to their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do that especially with toys. Yeah. Yeah, that's something awesome. I think, I yeah, feel for a campaign, I think. That's a good point, right? Yeah, they should have those things. Themed songs, themed colors, and all those. Because I remember a, a company, it's a yogurt company. I know most of you will uh, will know which one it is. Uh-huh. They used the, the cartoon characters yeah. for their marketing, and every kid wanted to take that. Exactly. I remember that. <laughs> it worked so much. So, yeah. And then now, talking about campaigns, do you have any campaign in mind that you are like, wow, this is such a good campaign? <laughs> Uh, I know of several, mm-hmm. but at this point, let yeah. me talk about one that we did at CDM. Mm-hmm. We used a, an influencer, of course, and it was amazing. We used Albi mm-hmm. in the Two Rivers Val- Valentine's campaign. Mm-hmm. So it was this year, actually, earlier this year, and Albi was supposed to do some stunts in the mall yeah. and also engage people to visit the mall. And also, it was supposed to create awareness of the, the Valentine's camp to reverse Valentine's uh, events taking place in the mall. So, Albi did uh, 
had this padlock. They have lo- lots of love. It's something that has been happening, and I'll be surprised one of the ladies. Yeah. Uh, like, if you open a lock with this key, you open the lock to my heart. Wow, and that's quite interesting. Uh-huh. And coincidentally, the first lock that the chick tried, <laughs> it opened the lock. <laughs> They couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. It was like, how? how? <laughs> yeah, and it was an amazing campaign. It, it actually trended on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, that's fine. Awesome. That's good job and on that. I know mm-hmm. so many people will remember that. Up to date, I still remember it, and I'm still like, wow, how could she do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that was quite interesting. Yeah. Which one do you have any in mind? Yeah, I do. Um, and this is for an international brand, that is Heineken. Now, Heineken this year had this campaign. Uh, it's called the Closer. So the Closer, it's like uh, an opener, that when you open that bottle, it's, it shuts down all the working apps. Mm-hmm. And you see now, after COVID, COVID people were indoors, uh-huh. No, they after, were isolated in yeah, our and then now as humans, we need to feel connected. We need to be around people. So I that campaign was out of was actually very creative and very interesting. Wow! Because now imagine you're at work, mm-hmm. major people ha- ha- have left the office, and we are trying to reach you. Hey, where are you? Can you just come and join us? Let's say we are at a joint. Yeah. Hey, can you come and join us? You're saying I cannot and everything, and then someone prompts you to open to go to the fridge and open that beer. Immediately you do that, everything shuts down and you have to come and join us. So I feel like it was a nice way to connect to people. That's a very creative way. And also reminding people like we need to be social. Mm, Very social. Workaholics and social social media. We need to be we need one another actually. Yeah. It was a good one. And I feel like they hosted they, they also featured an actor. I can't remember the name. But it was quite nice to also use someone who's known. And also being that alcohol is something that <laughs> many people will just come together and have a good time. I felt like it, it also reminds people who are working, this is not the only life. Yeah. Come out, come enjoy, be with your people. People interact yeah. and just enjoy life. Be so happy. I feel like even if I was to own a company, on Fridays that would be the drink of choice. Like, hey guys, wow. it's time for wow. we close work. Uh-huh. I feel like if I <laughs> could <it> happen, <laughs> <laughs> we are praying for better days. <laughs> yeah, they'll be definitely be better. Yeah. And also, I can't wait for such a nap to exist in Kenya. I know <laughs> it will sell out. Can exactly. you imagine having? <laughs> you're just bored. Everyone in the office is just tired. Imagine it's Friday and they're in the office until four. And then someone just decides, ah, let me just take this thing. Mm-hmm. It's time for everyone. I don't care about your briefs. I don't care about anything. It's, it's time for time. us to relax. <laughs> I think that's, that's all. Yeah, that's all we, ha- we had for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, uh, I hope we are, you, you, we are able, we have been able to capture yeah. the What Makes a Good campaign. Mm-hmm. If you have any question, you can definitely shoot it to us. We'll be able to respond. And for services about your campaigns you want to run, we are the people to talk to. Exactly.